3, 2, 1. And hello everybody. Welcome to SEN After Live. I am Jay Wade. And I am Kaylin Rose. And holy shit, fuck Batman, if we got one today, we're now on episode number 16, Bonnie Somerville's birthday, and, uh, and, and, uh, Kaylin counted us down in, in Spanish, and so I was looking around wondering if I had to draw a card, because I couldn't remember the rules, but then I remember that no, she said uno, so she doesn't have to draw a card, so now I'm just trying to figure out if I... I should throw something yellow or red or maybe reverse to kick it back to me, but then I'm screwed because all I got is green and red. Uh, I don't know what to do, but uh, I do know something for sure, and that is that Giggly Kaylin Rose over there and uh, and her hubby Pookie are going to see the ultimate movie. Well, it's not ultimate anymore, is it? It was He explained that the other day. I that's interesting. I get a little sidetracked here, but that that's interesting because I called it the ultimate movie trivia showdown for so long, so yeah. so long. And, and I remember looking, uh, maybe sometime last year, I remember looking at YouTube and I and I don't know why I just happened to notice all of a sudden, but I noticed ultimate was no longer in the title. But he explained that last week or so, and. I'll yes. be completely honest with you. I have completely forgotten his explanation for so, it. Do you remember? Yes. The ultimate is the tournament. So okay. The so every two years, the, you know, the, the annual singles tournament and teams tournament is, are called the ultimate. Okay. Um, but the first okay. two seasons, it was only that. So it was called the ultimate trivia showdown. Um, and then overall, the whole thing overall has started being called the movie trivia showdown or just the showdown. And then they still call the tournament ultimate. And then, of course, they have spectacular and free for all. And what's the other big one? Yeah. There's uh, another. Uh, uh, shit. Collision. Yes, collision. Okay. So, well. That's, that's I had, it had slipped my mind, yeah. and and I was so hyped for man, I was so hyped, and then I'm like I'm like the ultimate move. Wait a minute, then it all just mellowed out, and I'm like okay, now I got to get into this because I'm one of those people I can't just once I start thinking about something, this shit'll gnaw at me until I fo- until I figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know. I noticed that you called it that, and you know why I noticed you called it that? Otherwise, I, I really haven't been paying much attention. Was when we remember when we were transcribing our interview with Katie Sackoff? Yes. When I transcribed that part, you said Ultimate Schmodown, and I was like, why is he calling it that? And then when Christian gave that explanation last week or whenever it was, I was like, oh, that's why Jay Wade thinks it's called the ultimate showdown. Yeah. Yep. That was why. Well, when I first started watching it, it was in the tournaments that w- yeah. when I first even found out about it, it was during a tournament. So I guess that I haven't called it that for a very long time, but I, it's still in my head, I guess that, you know, the first 
first time I was introduced to it, it was Ultimate, so it's stuck there, yeah. I guess. But, but but you and Pookie are going to Atlanta for the live Schmodown event next, or, yeah, this coming weekend, yeah. Yeah, so this coming week is going to be super weird for me because Monday and Tuesday, of course, are holidays for us, not for the rest of the country, um, because Tuesday well, wait, is Wait, what are your holidays? You got special holidays? Holidays on Monday and Tuesday down there in Mississippi? Tuesday's Mardi Gras. So we don't, everything shuts down. Yeah, but New Orleans is in Louisiana. Honey, we've got parades every day. We've had parades for a month and a half. I Um, never had a clue. I thought it was exclusively like a a New New Orleans thing, you know? Okay, let me me teach you some history. Um, Okay, New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, Mardi Gras began in Mobile, Alabama. Really? Not in New Orleans, Louisiana. And we are sandwiched right between them. So Mobile has really big Mardi Gras, not quite as big anymore as New Orleans. New Orleans kind of took it over, but we're sandwiched in between there. So starting literally the day, like January 2nd, I walked into a grocery store and they had all their king cakes out. Do you know what king cake is? Not a clue. Okay, well it's a you, you got to look it up. It's a Mardi Gras uh, dessert. It has something to do with Jesus, but I can't remember what um, because Mardi Gras is a Catholic holiday, um, and it's like a it's almost like a cinnamon roll, but it's in a circle. And then it's covered okay, in icing. Okay, I'm looking at a picture of it now. Yeah, yeah. And so, like multicolored and stuff. Yeah. Blue, no, yellow, green, red. No, no, not no, no, no. Uh, purple, green, and gold. Oh well, I'm I'm colorblind anyway. That's so. okay. Purple, green, and gold <laughs> are the colors of Mardi Gras. Um, and they mean something. It's something. I feel like it's something to do with the Holy Trinity or something. I can't remember anymore. I used to well, know. French, isn't aren't the French the old? Old French banners, weren't they those colors? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Like with the saint symbol, I think the saint symbol was gold and the, the banner itself was purple or whatever color, blue, purple, I'm colored, whatever color that is. I think I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the symbol you're talking about is the fleur-de-lis. <laughs> what, the saint and symbol? The fleur-de-lis. Is that, is that what we're talking about, the saint yeah. symbol? Yeah, it's, okay, it's, well, let's, it's called a fleur de lis. It's called a lily. It's a lily flower. Um, so anyway, so we have all sorts of. They're not called Mardi Gras groups. They're called carnival associations. So we have all sorts of carnival associations down here. They start having parades at the beginning of January every weekend. As we get closer, they start happening during the week. So I'm sure there's some happening tonight. There's like five or six tomorrow, five or six Sunday, a few on Monday, and then four or five on Tuesday down here across the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, we have – they're not as big. Like in New Orleans, the parades tend to be like – the floats almost look like 18-wheelers, whereas ours tend to be a little smaller. Like the the floats can be pulled by like um, a heavy-duty like – dual wheeled truck you know like an f-250 or something mm, right on um, right on that that tends to be what ours are but um yeah mardi gras balls have been happening every weekend um two Damn. or three every weekend 
Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So we get to uh, so the schools like the K through 12 schools get Monday and Tuesday at least. Some also take Wednesday. Take the whole week. Um, and we at uh, where I teach, we get Monday and Tuesday off. But Monday, I'm going to an all day like workshop kind of thing um up north a little bit i have to go about an hour north um so i'm doing that all day monday tuesday's mardi gras so i'm not leaving the house because i don't want to get like killed by a drunk driver um then wednesday and thursday are just normal and then friday we're heading to atlanta so this week is going to be freaking weird man uh, i'm all stressed about i was in new orleans once during a mardi gras and uh uh, i i it, it it I, I flashed my boobies several times, but I never <laughs> got no fucking beads. Oh, I don't okay. understand what, what the fuck's going on. The other thing is people think it's like, you know, people say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And people think this, that, like, have that mentality going to New Orleans. No, the New Orleans cops will throw your ass in jail just as fast as anybody. Like, <laughs> it, uh, nudity is still not legal. Uh, public drunkenness. It is, is on Bourbon not. Street. No, it's not, honey. Yeah, it is. No, it, there's not. a special law in New Orleans where, like, on Bourbon Street, anything goes. Uh, nope. And they will <laughs> throw your ass in jail if they need to. So. Nah, anyway, man, you can look. flash boobies and give handies right there on the street and everything. It's awesome. It's oh. Bourbon Street. But, look, it's been awful because, like, Wednesday – and no, yeah, Wednesday and Thursday, it's been, like, so rainy and gross. So it's been pretty bad. They had to cancel a bunch of parades over in New Orleans on Thursday. Um, Damn. It was really bad. But, yeah, so I'm super excited to go to Atlanta, but I feel like a lot is happening between now and then. So right. it's really stressing me out. And we may take Kelly to her first parade on Sunday, depending on weather. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are you guys rolling out for Atlanta? Friday, I would assume. Or are Friday, you going early? Friday morning, because we're no. going to Mark Ellis's show Friday night. Awesome. And, then, and did you hear Christian saying this week about how he was uh, contemplating doing a set? Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, either way, I'm hoping he's there. I'd like to talk to him and just meet him. But, I mean, but we're also doing the whatever it's called, the – the uh, elite the, package. Yeah, yeah, that thing, whatever that is. So we're going to do the whole like tour and get to be there super early on Saturday and that whole thing. Um, so we'll definitely get to talk to all of them. But um, the one thing I'm bummed about is I don't have a shirt to support any faction because hmm. none of that exists. And I was like, oh, they put new, like, just general SEN and, and those shirts out again. But they're not even shipping out until the end of this month. So I wouldn't have gotten it in time. So I was like, well, there's yeah. no point in buying it. And I wasn't even convinced that the biggest size they had would be comfy. I was like, I, I could probably wear it, but I really don't want to. Um, so I was like, meh. So my brother got me a Schmoes No shirt for Christmas. Awesome. Yeah. yeah it so, says Schmoes No on it. It's pretty badass. And also got a uh, uh, Down Inner Geekdom sticker as well. Awesome. Well, 
I do have my Afternoons with Josh and Ken shirt that I actually am wearing right now that I oh, might yeah. I might wear just because at least it's got some Schmodown personalities on it. Hell yeah, that's awesome. But, so, I do have to, I mean, I'm sure Josh Makuga and Ken Knapsack are part of our audience for sure, right? Um, oh, for sure. I do have to let them know that their shirts, while I love them, because I'm a female, their faces end up right on my boobs. <laughs> so I have two men's faces on my boobs walking around, and it's a little different, but nonetheless. Oh, the the first thought that came through my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, oh, go pookie. <laughs> Oh gosh! I I just imagine Pookie like I don't know wanting wanting to wanting to feel how much scruff Ken and and Makuga have on their faces. Anyway, never mind. Sorry, my bad. Oh my I, gosh! I apologize. Go Pookie. Um, so so my the point was they I don't know that they thought out their shirt design. Right, uh, right. Or that, maybe they, they did. They probably, no, probably what happened was they are convinced they have, like, no female audience, and I own two of their shirts, plus I own one, it doesn't have the faces on it, but it just says the afternoons with Josh and Kim, but Josh is scratched out and it says Amanda, oh, because Amanda's cool, been doing cool. the show while Josh was off filming, um, and so I have, like, tons of their merchandise, I'm one of their biggest fans of their show, and they're convinced they have no female audience, so they probably were thinking, well, no female's gonna buy the shirt anyway, so it doesn't matter, but I wore it to work, I went to a meeting today in this shirt. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome, hell yeah, but that's gonna be fun for you guys, um, it is. and, I'm uh, kidding. you should, you should definitely thank, uh, thank Finstock for the, for his time for the interview and tell him how great it was. <laughs> so, so Finstock is definitely just ninety percent horseshit, right? Like, uh, I I I would venture to say maybe even ninety five up to ninety eight percent horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> when he was on, so first he said first he made Roca think that Roca could coach Dan and he would coach Ben then he said no no managers then he went on the Riley Roundtable and he said well I everything I do is very calculated and it's like bullshit like the only things that are calculated is when he's trying to swindle somebody like exactly when he's when he's selling RB3 a pair of fake fucking Yeezys you know what I'm saying <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm just, uh, I, I'm, I really hate that he's like the main whatever that's going to be there. Cause I couldn't care less about meeting him. I really wanted to meet Kate and of course she won't be there. Roxy will be there. So I'm excited to meet Roxy. Um, yeah. I've, I've technically met some of these people before, you know, but as if they're going to remember of all the people that they've met, you know, um, but I'm excited to see Roca again and uh, Christian and Mark and all of them, obviously. Um, but uh, and I'm excited to meet Matt, uh, Matt Damon. Oh, my God. Matt um, Damon. <laughs> Alec Damon. 
I mean, that yes, would be for awesome sure. if Matt Damon just walked in and was yeah. at the sh- He was like, I just heard this was going on. I thought I'd Him pop by. Him and Kevin by. Smith making their team debut. Oh, that'd be so awesome. I bet that they would just halt everything and let that happen. Like, uh, Oh, hell yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to see him because we interviewed him. And he's yeah, fabulous. Yeah. He's amazing. So I'm excited to see him play against yeah, he is. Um, the person who I'm assuming uh, Finstock has not coached at all, considering he doesn't know her fucking name. True. <sighs> um, but – Here's my other thing, uh, and I know that we do Schmodown talk later, but this is not really Schmodown talk. This is just me bitching about Finstock. Um, he also um, had to have known that he needed to make this decision earlier because he knows that Christian has to buy plane tickets and book hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's not that big of a fucking idiot. He did this on purpose to confuse everybody, and this is Anyway, we'll get into this later. I'm sorry. I'm just – I'm pissed. Um, no, it's all right. And, and real quick uh, – uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, and this is just um, – in terms of physical health, this has been a really shitty week. So I was already just mad. Did you know right. you can displace your ribs? I did not know that, no. So I've displaced some of my ribs – from picking Kelly up awkwardly. Wow. So my chiropractor has gotten everything back in place, but there for several days, I couldn't breathe in without a sharp pain up my left side. Man. Now I've had those, like when you sneeze or you cough and you get that sharp pain in your side that lasts about three or four fucking days. I've had that before. That shit sucks. That's a, that's a rib. And that's sort of the same idea. It's just mm. instead of it from something like that, it's from slowly over time me just not using right, my back right. correctly to pick her up. And, yeah, so I was in some major pain earlier this week. But I'm feeling a lot better because I went to the chiropractor twice and I'm going one more time before Atlanta because I want her to pop everything again. Hell, yeah. Uh, I recommend anyone out there, if you do not have a chiropractor, you need one. You think you don't, even if you're like, I'm fine, you need one because shit will start moving that you didn't know could move. You're like, I didn't know I was supposed to be able to turn my neck that way. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I need? Me personally, like what I personally need, I need for California not to be a two-party consent state because I had this all. Awesome fucking joke that I wanted to do that I'm not (laughs) going to tell you guys about now because Kaylin told me that I probably shouldn't because it's dark and blue and it's sad. But I think it's effing hilarious. But that's what I need. I just need California not to be a two-party consent state so I could do this prank call and record it and it would be fucking hilarious. But that's okay. That's okay. But but I did want to say real quick, though, uh, um, when you – we're talking about Roca being in Atlanta and whatnot. It triggered a it, uh, not a triggered a thought, but it just made me remember real quick that uh, um, David B and I are going to team up for a match in the Multiplex Warzone teams, and we're going to be recording our match here within the next week and a half. So it's going to be really fun. Um, but okay, so if if you don't know, um. And I know you know, but anyone listening, if you don't know, if if you know 
when you enter, like, uh, for example, me and David entered in this team match. So uh, um, what they do is they put you in a room together, a group, uh, with, with all of the competitors and the two people who are running that match. And you all figure out a, a date and a time that you're all available. You all throw out dates and times, and you all line it up and you set up a time that that is gone smooth uh, i played one singles match that went smooth no problem uh again and with this team's match that went smooth no problem happened today uh we're setting everything up now okay so we've been t- talking a little bit and get to the part you know caleb uh boatman uh was explaining uh, uh you know for us to go ahead and select our um our strengths and stuff like like that, you know, and submit them. So David B and I are going to get together on that and figure out a little strategy there. And then all of a sudden, Caleb is like, oh, I forgot our manager and then brings their manager in. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I've played one singles match. I Lost, I think by one point, if I remember correctly, dude, dude, he he had he had skill up on me, man. Uh, and I'm not that good, but I'm just saying, I he was he he should have won by more than that if it would have went on a little bit more. But because of the way it panned out, graciously, uh, or you know, t- uh, in my favor, I only lost by one, so I don't look as bad. But I I could have lost by a lot more than that. Um, but, you know, I've done one singles match. David B. has never done a match at all. Caleb Boatman, okay, here it is. The team we're playing is Caleb Boatman's team. Now, if you don't know, Caleb Boatman, he's he's one of the fucking legends in multiplex. Uh, he's good. He's really, really good. And, uh, okay, so... Shouldn't they when, softballed when, y'all a little bit? Like... Well, I, okay, so when I found out we were playing Caleb's team, I was like, I was like, dude, like, you know, stick a fucking fork in us, we're done, you know? But, but that, I mean, both David and I, we just want to have fun. You know, life is about having good times with fun people. I, I don't give a fuck if we win or lose. Uh, it would be nice to win. Um, but if we lose... And they have a manager, which it's not if they have, they do have a manager. If we lose, I will not graciously accept that decision. Okay. We've got a little, it's, it's not the exact Roka situation, but this is fresh with Roka in a manager situation. And we got one of these here now with me and David B in the multiplex league. Okay. Now just, we got, I played one match. Um, David's not played at all. We're playing. Playing, uh, uh, you know, I would imagine, I'm not sure of the rankings, I'll be honest, but I would imagine one of the better teams, especially if Caleb's on there. Um, and then they bring in a manager. Now, I don't know what exactly a manager does in the multiplex league. I honestly don't know, but they brought in a manager. Dude, are you serious? What the fuck's going on here? You know what I mean? I so, like, if we win, I'll be totally happy and that's cool i won't gloat or nothing i might gloat a little bit you know because they have a manager but but if we lose i will i'm saying right now i will not graciously accept this loss if we lose how do you do that man how do you just be like doesn't do anything though during the match then you can accept a gracious loss 
No, they because they have a manager. Even behind the scenes, this manager, I'm sure, helps prep them and train them and does what managers do. I mean, it's like, okay, it's like it's like me and my eight buddies from down the road going to play the Cincinnati Reds, and, and they've got the fucking full roster, the manager, they got everything. It's like me and my nine my, my nine hometown buddies going to play the Cincinnati fucking Reds, dude. Give me oh. a break, man. Okay. You know, well. and, and uh, it's no, no, no I ain't buying this. Sounds like you need a manager. Make Sean manage y'all. Well, what's the point? And I don't mean this in a bad way, but what's the point now? I mean, yeah. like, like when when we found out, or when I entered us in the team, originally it was supposed to be Josh and I. Um, Josh, our producer and founder here of Merc with the Movie Blog, uh, just he's not able to do it, so which is fine. Uh, but you know, David B is like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll fill in. And uh, so, but my point is, this was probably at least two months ago when I when I put Josh and I in as a team. They mm. couldn't tell me then that, like, Maybe there's – I, how am I supposed to know there's even managers allowed in the fan leagues? I don't know. And, and, and uh, okay, now, well, granted, granted, I could pay more attention. I, um, I knew there were managers because I watch all of it. See, damn it. But you get what I'm saying at least a little bit, right? I mean, I'm not completely fucking crazy here, am I? I mean, you're not really defensible here because there's a lot of data out there you could have analyzed to say, oh, they have managers. But no, I don't no, think you it, no, it's, it's it because you don't have a manager anyway. And but it's, here's it's the unacceptable. thing: it doesn't matter if they have a manager or not. Y'all are gonna. Yes, it does. Yes, we well, could have okay. had somebody training us all this time Who's and helping us study. You? Sean, I think Sean needs to be your manager because he seems he's very upbeat and I feel like he would be like um like a Richard Simmons kind of person like let's go. Let's go. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. Study this. Here's your list, you know. I don't know. Well, Dave, Dave David B and I we're going to have a conversation here this weekend and figure out like our strengths and our weaknesses, try to uh, and pick our category, stuff like that, and we'll talk about the manager thing too. But it just, it you know, it, known for months that I'm going to be in this tournament, no one bothered telling me nothing about a manager. I like, and I'm just going to recap this here. I've been in one match. David's not been in any. We're playing Caleb and his team, and they're bringing in a manager. And tell me that shit wasn't intentional. You know what I'm saying, Caleb? I'm going to call you out right now, Caleb. I, I think you, he assumed you were watching. No, I, you can't make assumptions. If there's anything everyone well, in this on... world knows, you cannot ever make assumptions. Um, so, I'm so sorry, Caleb, Wade, but this I, is I, I, the way you handled this, Caleb, th there's no way. I do not believe that you forgot to bring in your manager. I think that was a fucking tactic. It was a tactic to try to throw David and I off, and it has not thrown us off. Because there's two sides to this, man. There, there's, there's the side of you guys have a manager and you've had a manager and all that, or there's the view which is not likely at, at all, but I choose to believe in my warped mind, is that you specifically got a manager when you found out who you were playing, and that's what I'm rolling with, baby. 
But I just, I, I you, you built up the drama. There's no way you forgot to bring in your manager dude you just wanted to you just wanted to psych us out and it did not work buddy david b and i are ready for this match and we are going to rock it out baby i'm down and i'm ready and i'm stoked i'm so excited for this match well i for one little boat uh don't think you did anything wrong and i manager and I am, uh, I think that Jay Wade should have done his research, but that's just me. Um, manager. So, um, do you want me to be your manager? I, I want the situation never have to have happened. But, oh, but the, and I don't know. I, it just, it, okay. So, so Monday on SEN Live, uh, um... <laughs> We're coming for you, Caleb. I'm telling you, man. You 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 pulled one here. You tried to psych us out, but yeah. it didn't work. I'm not falling for your little mental games, buddy. You're scared of us. I know it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, you would put this note in here for Monday, and I didn't put it down just because it's something that I've known for a very long time, which you have too. But I mean, you're absolutely correct. Um, folks, jumping on Kate uh, for, for saying the matches were pre-recorded. I mean, yeah, like you said here in the notes, Christian said that a thousand times. And and we've known that yeah, at he least has told since us. last season. Yeah, we've known that last he, year. He, well, we've always kind of known it because we knew that there was no way they were recording, like, live on the day. Right, and right. that just wouldn't make any sense. Um, but also, Christian has said, you know, we only do two recording Saturdays a month, plus a live event, which basically means it sounds like his Saturdays are pretty booked. So, um, yeah. so, but that automatically, and we know that they record five or six uh, matches on a Saturday um, to get caught up, you know, yeah, and yeah. Uh, record whatever they can record, and then um sorry i had to yawn um <laughs> that's the show <laughs> and then uh oh we're gonna get into that conversation in a few minutes but um then he so he record or he um he has said that so many times but he wasn't on the show and then everyone else was like no kate it's happening on friday or whatever it was she's like oh okay but like she was not in the wrong there we know that so i thought that was just stupid um that is not a secret at all so i just thought that was dumb i just wanted everyone else to know that i thought that was dumb and that kate was not in the wrong there um and she did not reveal any top secret information right i was thinking about something like you were saying and they record at collider two times a month uh, and they record about five or six matches each time they record, right? So mm-hmm. I was thinking if uh, – uh, well, not if. At this point, it really is a matter of when they when they can afford to get their own studio. If they would go to a, to a schedule of recording every Saturday, do you think and or what would you like as far as um, – if they did that, should they still record five or six – matches every recording and then just and bring us more matches 
or should they then just cut it down to like three or four matches each recording session since they're now recording four times a month? Because I personally would love for I would love for them if they if they had their own studio and they were in a situation where they could where they record every Saturday and they put out more matches because they have more time to record in a space. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I definitely think with this new system with managers who are going to be like on Christian's ass about getting matches for their players and being pissed if they just yeah. don't get enough matches and that's why they lose, that people are going to at some point start insisting that their players get matches. And mm-hmm. I think that is the I think that's the direction he'd like to go. Also, if Inner Geekdom or Star Wars were to expand or if he was to add something like, you know, they've talked about TV, like I don't know how they do it, but, you know, or um, even all of the little special Patreon things like they could do extra Patreon things. But it is you you do have to strike a balance, though, because something like I think about the WWE, not that I pay attention to it, but they have so much content every week that I, I think people probably get wore out at some point. And right, like if right. you miss a whole, like you're busy for a whole week and you're a diehard, you miss like something crazy, like eight hours of content for the right. week. Right. See, I could go for two, I could go for two matches on Thursday and two matches on Friday. And, that'd be and, fine. and they're edited and, together where it's like one episode with both matches. Yeah, and I mean that's fine and that's not a big deal. And there are we do hit a point in the season where we do get more than two matches in a week. Um especially as like tournament season rolls around, I think we end up with more matches or we end up with what you're saying where he'll cut together yeah. a couple matches together because nearly every week we get at least a singles and a teams and then we might get like a random inner geekdom or star wars match or something but i don't think we're going to get a star wars match taped until unless they've just taped one but they just have it in the can you know holding on to it um i don't think we'll get one before atlanta which makes sense that well and atlanta's not even I, i take that back atlanta's not even star wars that's uh alex damon's premiere in inner geekdom isn't it inner geekdom isn't it yeah yeah which we haven't – have we had an Inner Geekdom match yet? He hasn't yet, and no, we have not, not yet. No, 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 this no. season has not had Inner Geekdom yet. Yeah, so I, I think that's going to be like the big kickoff, but – Yeah, that, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, even doing that math, if they're recording like five matches – uh two weekends in a row, you know, like two weekends out of the month, if they're recording like five matches, say that's like 10 matches that they're recording. Plus the, so the weekend of the live matches, they may release something on the Thursday, but they're not going to release anything on the Friday. I don't think because they're going to have the live thing on Saturday or are they they still? still. Okay. That's what I wasn't sure about because I've never paid that close of attention to it. Hmm. So, that's the other thing I was wondering, like, and see another thing, you know, and understandable that the situation, 
situation they're in not having their own studio you know but when they when again when they can uh, um the the thing that that would help with if they could record every weekend would be with the storyline as well because you know every Every match that they've put out so far is pre-recorded. So what about things that ha- drama that happens? Like for example, all this with Finstock ex- Exchange, and maybe I don't know if maybe not this specifically, but some storyline that happens right after they get done recording matches, and then that storyline is old by the time they get two, three weeks later, and they're able to record it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure that is something on Christian's mind. Yeah, But it's yeah. just a matter of... Oh, yeah, he's of, on top of this. He's on top yeah. of this. And obviously Christian is, you know, working and doing things because they got the Manscaped, um, yeah. pro, you know, uh, sponsorship thing. And then the, what was it? Some sort of oil? Oh, CBD yes, oil. CB- Oil. But yep. I forget what yep. the brand was called. Feels? Was it Feels? I think so. Oh, yes. Um, and, you know, so he's obviously out there working. He's got to be or none of that would be happening. So I'm sure he's just working towards all that. And then, of course, Skybound. He wouldn't have gotten Skybound without being out there working. Yeah. So, sure. um, OK, so this just popped into my head and I have no idea why. Um, but something's been bothering me. Which is pretty much every Monday, Roca has been taking the reins, which is fine. I love Roca and I love the energy he brings and I love him leading. But I've got a question. Roca was not one of Christian's original crew when he started SEN Live. Roca no. was still working for Collider. And I get that obviously there was no bad blood between them, obviously, but he just obviously could not come work on SEN while working for Collider. So why is it that when Christian's not there, his go-to is Roca? Because he's got, I mean, Goddard does a great job of sort of keeping them on track and everything. So Goddard could totally run a show. Kate and Brett, well, they could not run a show. It wouldn't have much linearity to it if they did. Um, But like, you know, like, why did Roca, why is Roca his go-to when Roca was not part of his original crew? Like, why did he um, get seniority? Is it just because um, that's I don't what he know. does for a living? I don't, I don't know why Roca specifically, but, and this is not a knock against any of the of the original uh, and, and starting SEN live crew. Uh, they're all great, but the point is, like, it's like a team. You've got different positions and people are suited for certain roles and they're good in those positions. And we'll say the host position is like a pitcher. To be honest, I don't see any other pitchers on the on that crew. And it's well, nothing and that, against any I've of been. them. It's just I don't think they that they are pitchers as far as that. I, 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 and I don't know why Roka specifically, but I. I can understand bringing in one of those people, whether it be Roca or Riley or uh, or uh, Roxy, even you know whatever. Yeah, Roxy could totally lead. I think it's just been a matter of like I don't think she ever comes in there on Mondays, so it's like she you know like schedule lining up. But I, I think I, she's 
she's also ta- I think she also took it hard and took it personal like she failed. And that's why Collider Live was canceled, which is not true at all. She no, did a bang up job on there. Um, but I think I think that it, in in being a, you know being a leader, it makes sense that she would feel that way, you know. Um, but I think she takes it personal, and she she thinks that it's her fault. And maybe I don't know, but maybe for that reason, she just would rather not even for a day take that lead role because you know maybe she just feels like she she failed or something but she didn't at all roxy if you're listening you did nothing wrong you are are a very intelligent bright funny capable woman so well and i i've got to say i love roxy and i have started watching so anyone who's still sort of wanting their kind of like panel show that christian seems to hate but i still actually like um sju uh screen junkies universe and it's so it took me forever to find it because it's not in the screen junkies youtube channel yeah it's in fandom entertainment hmm. that youtube channel and that has screen junkies universe sju which right uh right jesus uh roxy hosts um at least a couple of days a week and dan merle's on at least a couple of days a week and i've discovered some new people who i freaking love um and on mondays is my favorite thing because it involves analysis and that would be charting with dan have you heard of charting with dan no i have not. Dan Merle and Lon Harris break down the box office and they do comparisons and percentages and charts. It's That's why it's called Charting Damn. with Dan. I love it. It's like my favorite thing. The only confusion I have is why is it called Charting with Dan and not Charting with Dan and Lon? But um, – <laughs> But uh, so anyway, anyone listening who sort of is loving SEN, which I love SEN Live, but if you kind of still want your more traditional panel-y kind of show, those are some great options. Um, and Roxy does great on them. She does great on DC Movie News. She does great on anything she does. Um, and so I'm glad that she's back in the fold in SEN. But I was just – that's just been on my mind. Like, I didn't know if – Christian just sees Roka as just someone he can, like, he knows that he doesn't have to tell Roka how to run a show. Like, Roka can right, do it. Right, right. That could very well be it, yeah. Because yeah. I guess, you know, RB3 is sort of more of a behind-the-scenes kind of person, and he's having more, he's getting more and more open and, and everything, but that's obviously not a role he would have. Uh, Kate and Brett would just, it'd be like trying to control a zoo um yeah. <laughs> which could be fun for about 30 minutes the closest one kidding. i could yeah, the closest one i could see honestly would be goddard i think that in a pinch goddard could totally run the show I, yes of the crew he is the if i had to go with someone from the crew he is the one i would go with yes yeah i really think he could because he's usually the one even saying like okay let me answer some more questions or whatever. Right, um, right. So I think he totally could. He just fell into it naturally. But anyway, we also speaking this, of Roca. What do you mean speaking of Roca? Oh, I'm sorry. What were you about to say? 
I was going to say, we had a very weird show on Wednesday. Okay, I was going to skip that one and go right to Roka's uh, solution oh, for the homeless. Well, we can, just we talking can talk about Roka. Yeah, we, that would have been a, a nat, more natural segue. I just wasn't paying attention. But yes, so Roka thinks that we should yes. hear homelessness by <laughs> euthanizing them. <laughs> Which <laughs> I could not believe what I was hearing <laughs> is an interesting take. Very um, interesting. <laughs> not one yeah. that I would. It, it is one that I would make that would maybe cross my mind, but would never make it out of my mouth. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, even I would never say that, but that I'm not knocking it. Because you will say just about anything. Um, well, that's just – it would never occur to me – okay, okay, here here it is. Here's my view on it. It would – I have some, some pretty – not harsh views, but, like, I'm real big on – uh, personal responsibility and accountability like like you know you, you either think ahead about the choices and decisions you make in life or you don't but then you face up to it and you own the consequences and, and be ex- accountable for your actions and your decisions yeah. now that's across the board for everything i'm not, not saying that as far as homelessness uh i'm just saying across the board i have that view um, so in there, you can imagine I have some pretty, not harsh, but some pretty stern, like, I don't really give a fuck about your problems because you put yourself in that situation points of view. But this here, even I would never think of this. Um, it and would never occur to me. So many. Oh, so many what? So many people are homeless, not because they were lazy or whatever or decided to be drug addicts right, a right, lot of right. them are homeless because they're like have some sort of um you know uh psychiatric problem and yeah, it just yeah. spiral you know like people are homeless for lots of different reasons um yeah, and i don't yeah. think he meant that across the board i think he meant for people who no one was willing to help and they were obviously miserable, but Roka does tend to think out loud, like brainstorm out loud. And I'm like, okay, brainstorming out loud is fine. And when you, especially when you brainstorm ideas, especially if you're trying to solve a big problem, you do throw anything out there because even if it's stupid or crazy, you kind of, you know, you can work with it. Like you can say, okay, well that doesn't work, but it inspires another thought maybe. But like, you don't do that on air, necessarily. Well, I mean, you can. It doesn't matter. You can, but, but, but then like, you say weird things like we should euthanize homeless well, people. No, well, no, and, no, this is what I was about to say is that I can – this is what I was about to say is that, um, that it, it would never occur to me to, youth, to euthanize these people, okay? That would never occur to me because, you know, the, uh, because – as hardcore as I am about, you know, F you, you did this to yourself, fuck you, you know, find your own way out of it. Not about homelessness, I'm just saying across the board, be responsible for your for your actions. But I w- it would never occur to me t- to, to put people down, uh, like as in euthanize them, kill them, right? But Roka has a very unique point of view that you and I and, and not the majority of people have. 
which is Roka in the in because I was thinking about this today and I was like, dude, that's even for me, that's kind of fucked up to say. Um, but then I thought about it more. Roka's Roka's a vet. He's been in the military. He, he's seen shit that you and I and most people could not fucking fathom. You know, and when when he was making the the comment that we are animals, he's like, you know, we put down animals we are animals which little quick side note when he said we are animals humans are the look on winston's face got especially good at that moment but when roca says that he's coming from the place of having been in and seen war he knows no, he what we are at our primal mm-hmm. core mm-hmm. Hey, it, hey, we hey. are animals he has not been to war he was in the reserves he never got deployed he never got deployed? No, he was in the reserves. He's talked about. Well, and, I don't, and I don't say that like against him. I say that against me because I had I had I was mistaken that he had served overseas. No. I, no, that Jason I, Inman. Yeah. Jason, Jason Inman, Inman is who I'm thinking of. of. Yeah. Roca didn't. Roca was in the reserves. And That's what, my apologies for that for that mistake there to to Roca and servicemen. You know, my apologies for that misunderstanding. But you know, it just clicks that sure yes, it's Jason Inman is Jason Inman yeah. has, has served uh, yes, at least two or three tours. Yeah, Jason Inman definitely did. Mara Kanopic may have. I'm not sure if she ever actually went to war or not. Um, right, but. Nonetheless, whether he went there or not, being in that that uh, that sphere, Damn, that cancels everything I was saying. I, okay. I could well if 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 what I was saying were the case, then I could understand why someone would think that, and I I can still understand why he would throw that out there. I mean, it doesn't it in no way offends me uh, because it wouldn't it would never happen, but it in no way offends me. But but you know, uh, but what I was saying holds. true true though someone who has been to war and experienced that i could see how they could easily feel that way you know knowing what we are at our core that we are primal animals and 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 what humans are capable of i could completely understand that point of view coming from someone who's experienced that but i mean i don't know i might i would definitely say that as a joke with my buddies but i don't think i would ever and and, and i know that was not a legit a legit suggestion it was a conversation starter which is perfectly fine uh but anyway anyway i was wrong well, I, my point was completely wrong but it, it, it was right but directed to the wrong any, anyway anyway that's the show guys guaranteed <laughs> i am not going to edit out my stupidity i'm not going to edit that out because i don't <laughs> care what anyone else does with their stuff what up to each their own i enjoy it whatever but i personally i'm not down for cutting stuff out that i didn't like uh and we're not even live we're pre-recorded <laughs> you know so i mean we're not even live we're pre-recorded and i still don't edit shit out i've edited maybe two things out that that were things that that one myself said another someone else said that were off the cuff not thought of and not meant the way it came off two times in in a year of doing this uh almost a year of doing this have i edited anything out that's just my style 
I don't care. Uh, bottom line is I don't care, Christian, that you edited bits of your show out. I just personally respectfully disagree with that decision. And, and, and the reason is because I'm just one of those people like it happened. You know what I mean? One, it was live and thousands of people saw it and heard it. Whatever was cut out. Who cares? I mean, we all know. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to make an issue of it. But, you know, it was it, it was already out there. And then even if it wasn't already out there, but especially because it was, let it ride, man. It is what it is. It happened. And then at the end of this huge, long journey from the very start of Schmoes to the very end of it in 50 fucking years, if, if God willing, that's how long this lasts, man. You will have the the 100% complete record of everything that happened and, and the growth. You know, it, it, Christian, where you had said that uh, that you know you just you weren't happy with portions of Wednesday's show, and that's why you would cut it out. You just you didn't think it was good radio. I understand you feeling that way. My personal point of view is, is that it's cool to keep a record of that, and it shows the growth. It shows the mistakes the mishaps, the the bad moments, all that stuff. And then at the end, you can see how it's progressed and what has been learned from then. And then that's just how I feel about it. I, I was I was extremely heated about it Wednesday when it happened. Uh, but I've I you know, it, it is what it is. It's not my channel. It's not my show. I just respectfully disagree with that decision to edit out uh part of wednesday's show but that's cool well my point of view of it is i don't care that he uh, so the only reason i care that he edited out was number one i never got to see it and i wanted to see it but also as a reactor i can't react to something that doesn't exist anymore you know what i mean so that's just annoying. Do you have any idea whatsoever what what exactly was cut out? Um, my understanding is basically it was something with, between him and Kate. Uh, she made a joke or something, and I don't know. But that wasn't really a huge deal. And then yeah. the big thing that he cut out was apparently Mark Ellis made a joke about, so I guess we're just going to sit around and listen to you answer questions or something like that. And it pissed Christian off. And I get why, because Christian very much knows that the 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 whole network, his entire livelihood, his children's food yeah. on their table it's depends on that. And Mark Ellis, to a certain extent, doesn't depend on that so they're coming from very different perspectives and i get it so i totally get why he cut it out or i get why he got mad first of all and i get why he cut it out i just wish i could have reacted to it but it's nothing i think what i told you when we were texting about it was um i i just don't have the energy to be very mad about it like it's whatever like i said i will was I was pretty heated at first, but I then I just was like, whatever, dude. It ain't my show. It ain't my content. I disagree, but that's what it is, and I still enjoyed the show. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, Ellis had said because Ellis got there an hour in, and then thirty minutes, about thirty-five minutes maybe into uh, 
Ellis being there, Christian is like, and it was really abrupt. Christian didn't say it all before that, that he had to go early. It was very abrupt. It was like one second they were all laughing and having a good time. And then the next Christian's just like, you know, well, you know, hit the music RB three and it came out of nowhere. And then everybody was like, you know, are we ending the show? Like no one knew what was going on. And then, uh, that's, and then Mark made a comment. He's like, he's like, well, you know, he's like, well, you go and we'll keep reading the the questions. I drove an hour to get here. You know what I mean? Which I can understand Ellis's point of view on that specifically. You know, he didn't know Christian was cutting the show short and he drove an hour to sit there for 35 minutes. That would kind of irk me a little bit too. But I mean, I don't know. We don't really know what happens in their communication ring. But, and then when, when he said that Christian said that they could continue to talk but he didn't want them answering the questions. So I think then that kind of, uh, I think Ellis kind of had a confusing thought, like, okay, like, you know, like, uh, okay. But in, but even before that, Ellis had gotten into, made some comments about the He-Man movie or uh, the He-Man uh, uh, animated series. They were going over the cast uh, breakdown on that. Uh, Kevin Smith uh, announced who was going to be the cast on that. That Tiffany Smith is one of the voices. So that's going to be cool. Yeah. But um, but Ellison made a comment about how basically He Man was for kids, and like for children. And I understood what he was saying. He was saying, in his opinion, for him, it's for when he was a kid, and he thinks it's a kid's thing. I don't take it. I I don't take it as a negative thing. But Christian kind of took it like he was dissing the fans. And and at least that's how I understood it. And so Christian wasn't kind of very happy about that either. So that got cut out as well. But I mean, it is what it is. And uh, that was just was great, though, when Ellis was like, well, you leave and we'll keep reading the questions. And Christian, he did. He looked mad and irritated. And he's like, he's just like. You guys can keep talking, but I don't want you answering the questions, which I did not understand that either. But, you know, it ain't my show. Okay, so I'll say a couple things. Number one, that's a little territorial, like really territorial. Um, Number two. He he misses an entire Monday show. What, he can't let those guys read questions for 25 minutes? (laughs) um, Number two. No offense, Christian. We're just having fun here, man. He can't do everything like he's got to be okay with delegating. He's got to be okay with letting go and trusting his people. You know that the people in that room were not going to run things into the ground like and, you know, that they love us fans, that they were going to be responsive to us, whatever. You know that they weren't going to be jerks. But also. I, there is scientific evidence to suggest that men uh, have hormonal fluctuations throughout the month, just like women do. <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. Dude, I'm not the one who went here. <laughs> so perhaps Christian was – it was his time of the month. Oh, my gosh. Which, dude, I'm, it was not me, bro. <laughs> I'm feeling him. I mean, I really am. And I, I turned into a pissant too, and everything bothers me, and I get really annoyed with everything, and I, you know, 
everything is like I have to get up on my pedestal about and then a few days later I'm fine so maybe that's what happened I'm not saying it's a bad thing you can't control your hormones um I'm just saying maybe he just had a moment and maybe he needs to eat another treadmill nugget or whatever they called it and uh, in this week's <laughs> promo break, everybody, which we're about to take, we are adding a new promo for a new product here from Merck with the Movie blog. They are male tampons. Uh, so, so go and get your male tampons, all you guys, and uh, maybe maybe you can help cut back on those hormonal times of the month. I don't know what the fuck is going on. A man pond. <laughs> well, it'd be really tiny because it'd have to go in your pee hole, wouldn't it? Well, but what purpose would it serve? I don't know. Everybody get a dick, dick bib. We'll be back after this promo break for some other Merc with a Movie blog shows. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's names, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, Sean here. Be sure to check out the new podcast over here at Merc with the Movie Blog, Beyond the Screen. Mike, Sarah, and I, every week, coming together, doing our own little our own little radio show, whatever you want to call it, talking movie news, life, TV news, anything. Whatever comes up, that's what we're going to talk about. Every week, just come check it out. Where? Where? On the Merc with the Movie Blog feed! Perfect! <laughs> Yay, okay, don't listen. Ready? So definitely check out all those shows from Merc with a Movie Blog. You can find them on Anchor at Merc with a Movie Blog or wherever you can find Merc with a Movie Blog. Um, okay. Okay, well, I don't have the little fucking script sitting in front of me the way you do. <laughs> Sarah and I had this go down at the end to go get that rose last week. She's like, you know, you can follow um, uh, Movie Blog Mer- is that right? I don't have the notes in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. I don't know where you keep that. Like, where do you I'll, keep uh, that I'll, secret? I'll put that stuff down in here. Okay, cool. Anyway, regardless. <laughs> so, let's talk about what happened this week. Everyone in, got to be a part of right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's talk about this week in the Schmodown. So, let's first talk about Cuckoo's Mess versus Real Rejects and get that out of the way. Yes. Um, so Cuckoo's Mess is made up of uh, Video Drew and New Tom, whose name I don't actually know because I just call him New Tom. I think it's Dude. like Dick or Eric. Rick. Rick? Rick? Rick. I think it's Rick. I think it's Rick. Rick. Well, Rick was really playing into the crazy thing, so he really just jumped all in with Video Drew, which I think is adorable. Mm. But... Mm-hmm. um. It's not the same, is it? It's not the same, and, like, you know, anytime you have a new team, you have to figure out your chemistry, and I don't know if this is their chemistry. Um, So I think they just have to work on it, but, of course, it was great seeing the real rejects back together. Yes, it was. 
And, and real quick, uh, um, did it seem to you like video Drew was going in and out of character? It just it seemed to me like she was not in character the whole time. So I, I don't know because sometimes I can't tell where Drew Grant stops and video Drew starts. <laughs> so very true, very it, true. It's very hard for me to tell sometimes what her character actually is because video Drew. Um, Tries to behave as human as she can. Yeah. So sometimes when she's behaving very human, I'm like, okay, did she just forget to be her character? Or is Video Drew evolving? You know? So I I don't know. I was wondering if maybe she had gotten an upgrade on the offseason and she was uh, a little more advanced this season as a robot. Yeah, so I I don't like her new partner as much. Like, I don't like their dynamic as much as I liked her with Tom, obviously. Yeah, but I do like that Tom is uh, trying to, he's still trying to find someone to latch on to. He was, like, mimicking everything Kate was doing and everything in his match, like his, she yeah, would wave yeah. her hand and he would do it. And she's like, put your hand down. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like at some point they've got to get put back together, but I don't know how it happens now. Okay, well, here's a question real quick, uh, just real quick. Since you said that, um, if only one team could get back together, uh, uh, um, uh, Looney bin or wild berries, if Looney you could bin. only pick one of those to get back together. Looney bin, because wild berries, while they're fun, uh, weren't actually like a successful team. Like, right, right, you know, right. Like, they're fun. So the entertainment factor would not be enough for you to want them to get back together. No, I like watching people win. Right, right. Fair enough. So... That's just me. Wild berries. <laughs> Although the first live event we went to was the very, very first live event, the one that would have been like March of 2018, and I got to see the Wild Berries beat the Real Rejects, which was not oh, what yeah. I saw happening. But and I got to see yeah, Roka beat JT. What? Oh, sorry. I said Real Rejects are good. They are, but somehow the Wildberries beat them. That was, I also think that was karma because um, that was the day that the Real Rejects wrapped around about Amanda Makuga's vagina. Oh. And so I feel like that was karma. Like, don't wrap about <laughs> another man's wife's <laughs> vagina. That's not okay. But I got Unless to see... Unless he says it's okay. Well, her too. If he... He it's says really it's, if it's like just you guys and he says it's okay, then it's okay. But like if she's present too, then then you definitely yeah. need her permission. Um, ask me who the drunkest person was at that schmodown. It's not going to be who you think. Kaylin, who was the drunkest person at that schmodown? It was definitely Ken Knapsack. Really? Yes. <laughs> Yes, it definitely was. And I don't even think he drinks all that often or all that much. So it must have just hit him that night. 
but yes, it was definitely even with the wild berries there. I still think Ken was drunker. It was, but he was entertaining to talk to. We talked to out to him outside after the event for a good long while. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was fun. But uh, yeah, so they played each other, the real rejects, and the real rejects won, uh, which is not surprising necessarily. They're they're a pretty they're pretty good. They have their ups and yeah. downs, kind of like they go through periods where they just aren't so good. Like they don't have the world's best record, but you could tell they have knowledge. Like John Humphrey was the um, MVP of a free for all a few years back. Yeah. So they obviously know what they're doing, but they put put up the first two rounds of perfect rounds. I know. Yeah, they That's both had crazy. perfect rounds. And they both got the bonus. And some people, like, there's been a lot of talk about, like, is the first round easier than it used to be? And maybe a little bit. um, But I don't think it's easier. I think it's because because they've recycled questions, it's not like they're having to dig super deep on everything now. So yeah, it just yeah. feels easier. But I think the problem isn't that it's all of a sudden easier. I think the problem was actually that it was getting too hard. Like it was getting to where yeah. there was no such thing as a one point question anymore because they'd run out of all of the um, who played uh, Rose in Titanic kind of questions. Kate Blanchett. And- Boom. I just won the singles title no, you of the Schmodown baby. Woo! No, you didn't. It was Kate Winslet. Yeah, because it's Clay, it's Kate Blanchett and Leonardo DiCaprio standing on, on the on the front of the of the of the boat, no. and he's got his arms out, and it's like a whole it's new Kate world. Winslet. Kate Winslet. Oh. All right. Blanchett. Now, now, yeah, now you're gonna tell me it wasn't a whole new world. Was wasn't the song that it they was. were singing? There, yeah, there was. was no song sung in that whole movie. There's no song sung until the credits. Kate That's Blanchett it. and Leo DiCaprio stood up there with their arms stretched out, fingers interlocked, and, and they sang A Whole New World as the wind blew through their hair. I I'm remember it vividly. I saw that movie in the theater, dude. I saw that movie in the theater. Okay, real real quick side Titanic note. Titanic or Aladdin? No, hold, hold on, this is funny. I, I, this, I'm sorry, this, this is worth it. I, me and my friend and his girlfriend were trying to decide what movie to go see. He wanted to go see Titanic. So, and me and his girlfriend looked at each other like, dude, what the fuck? So, us three go to the... I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. I just knew it was... Dude, looks stupid. But anyway, we go to the movie theater. This dude, he's the dude that always has to sit in the very front row. You know what I mean? So you're next. So we're sitting. Oh, and this dude is on the far end and his girlfriend is in is next to me and then me. So like it's she's in between me and my friend. Okay. And we're watching this fucking stupid ass movie and it ends the in, in the. The credits start to roll, and she nudges me, and she's laughing. She nudges me. She goes, hey, look. And I I, 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 I lean forward. I look over. This dude is fucking crying, crying like a little fucking girl. And, like, me and his girlfriend just sat there laughing. I mean, openly, loudly laughing and mocking, dude. It was great. But anyway. What's wrong with the man expressing his emotions, Jay? Wade. All right. 
Titanic, okay. Okay, so, <laughs> so, I was not old enough to have seen Titanic in theaters because I would have been mm, six years old when it came out. You're lucky. So, so, but I did watch it lots and lots and lots afterwards. I love that movie. Anyway, that is so not the point. So, uh, Real Rejects won that match, which means that they are, well, I don't know what their record is. I was going to say 1-0, but obviously they're not right. a clean slate team like the other teams are. Um, so, I don't know what their record is, but... I'm I'm excited to sort of see where this goes. I hope that Video Drew and New Tom change up their dynamic a little bit because I, I don't know. They need to change something up a little bit. Um, yeah. Okay. So the other big thing that's been going on uh, a whole before new world. Oh, standing up there with their arms out like Jesus Christ. Rice and their fingers interlocked in the wind, blowing through their luscious long hair. Leonardo DiCrapio serenading Kate Blanchett. It was awesome. Anyway. (laughs) The other big thing that happened this week before we get into Friday's match was a lot of a big debacle about what's going to happen in Atlanta. Now, here's – we already bitched about this quite a bit, but I do just want to say that it sounds like Dan Merle didn't even know what the fuck was going on ever. Like – Yeah, it doesn't. That big post that he put was basically like, I didn't know who was managing me. I don't really give a shit. I'm going to play either way. It's going to be a good match either way. I don't think anything phases Dan Merle. I also I have so I also have to say this. Christian Harloff, if you are listening to this, why the fuck have y'all not utilized Dan Merle's comedic abilities? Because so I can't remember what day of the week it was this week. I'd have to go back and look. But in one of the SJU episodes, it was obviously one of the ones where he was on the panel. Um, he, uh, they, they do this thing where they're like, if we get so many likes, we'll do something. Like, we'll, we'll do this or we'll do that. And they, they met whatever their little goal was. So... What they did was they recorded a fake infomercial of Dan Merle selling uh, weapons from like, like he was selling like the claws from Wolverine or like <laughs> stuff like that. And it was amazing. It was That's it good. was like a QVC kind of thing where it's like, we only have 20 left in stock. It was so <laughs> freaking amazing. I was rolling laughing. And he it was just so amazing. I do not know why Christian Harloff has not utilized this, like harnessed this energy. Because Dan Merle is one of the funniest people on this planet. And he basically did improv for like six or eight minutes with a green screen behind him and completely made up everything he was saying and did great. So why is he like the straight man, you know, and, and that's, I, I would like to see Merle go heel. I'd like to see Riley go heel too, with all of his yelling and shit. That would be amazing. Well, I don't necessarily want to see him go heel, but he just, 
he I feel like he could be funny. He's so funny. Right, right. And he's just not he's just always just even keel. Just so even keel. And yeah. he doesn't have to be. So anyway, that's my two cents. Um I guess the moral yeah. of the story when you're done watching SCN live and you still need to watch something else, go watch SJU. It's really good. <laughs> um so yeah, Vince sucks. He screwed the pooch here big time. Yeah, yeah, they're all like they're all just pissy at each other right now, but I'm convinced wholeheartedly that this is one of those things. We know that Christian's always thinking ahead to like, okay, what am I going to do if this person wins versus what am I going to do if this person wins? And I think no matter what, we are on a course to the um, horsemen breaking up, like no matter what. But it's just too heavy handed to me. That's the one thing. Is, right. So heavy the, he doesn't need to push it that way. To be honest, the, it it will happen on its own, and I think that would be the the most absolute best way to to do it is to let it happen naturally on its own and, and not push it. But I feel like he's like it's something about it feels false. And I think it's how much they're all selling that there's contention. I don't know. Something about it just feels false. So I don't. I I thought about that, too. I thought about that, too. So that's just how I feel about it. That's just how I feel. And and I'm in the the camp of they should have just let Ben and Merle go out there and just do it themselves one on one. No managers. Just let them do it. Mono e mono. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't care either way. I just wish Finstock would make a decision. Yes. <laughs> um, that's all I want. Also, you know he's going to change his mind again this week, right? Um, Christian is going to murder him if he does. Although I'm sure Christian's behind half the shit. So who knows? But. Also, with as many plane tickets as Christian has to buy, he's got to be up in the, like, gold, platinum, whatever, where they let you do crap like cancel tickets and buy different ones or change names or whatever. Like, he's got to be up in that because – or working on it because, I mean, they traveled almost every month last year. Mm -hmm. And – They're going to every month this year. And I think he brings like 19 people with him when he travels, at least. That's so, insanity. That's I mean, do the, the math. You know I've what I mean? Been, <laughs> that's what I've been trying to figure out. Like, okay, I don't know. So I know how much the elite tickets cost, but they only sell, I think, 10 of those. And then it goes down from there. And then, of course, how many general admission they have depends entirely on the size of the theater. Yeah. But let's say. So I think general admission is what twenty dollars or is it ten? I can't even remember. I can't remember. Yeah. Either. But regardless, I've been doing that math and I'm like, I don't even know if all that money. I don't see how it's even covering the cost of plane tickets. Is I, I get that there's also live streams, but I, I just don't see how he's making money by traveling. I guess he is, but it doesn't feel like he should be. Yeah, yeah, because 
because it's not just the the it's not just the plane tickets for the people. It's the it's the charges that it costs to take the equipment there. It's the cost for hotels. It's um, the cost to rent you know. the theater. Yeah. So I don't I don't get how he's making money, but I'm not his accountant, so that's not my problem, I guess. Uh, so the last thing that we had was uh, the the match today, which we record on Fridays, which is not a, a big secret at no. all. So don't get mad it. at us, people. Yeah. Don't get mad. We I'm record on Fridays. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is. We record on Tuesday, and we just act like we listen to the rest of the week of SEN Live. <laughs> yeah, we just guess. We just guess what's going to happen. Uh, Riley versus Janine. So, Riley? Yes. Riley versus Janine? <sighs> there she goes again, everybody. I'm sorry. I was awake at 530 right. this morning. I've been awake for 13 hours. That's too many hours. The um, sun was out when we started recording, and I so I didn't have my light on. I am literally sitting in the dark now recording for like the last 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's really dark out there. Um, so at the beginning of the recording, which you had to point out to me because the very beginning of the – the match, you know, the pre the pre stuff before the match, I was like frantically running. Bits. Yeah, that stuff. I was like frantically running around my kitchen trying to get my dinner ready. So I missed it, but I went back and watched it. So Shannon Barney is Elliot Dewberry's manager, but doesn't like him and is going to be an asshole to him and make him cry. So <laughs> why? Like, like just oh. to piss people off because you already separated them and now you're just going to be an asshole just to be one. And I forget the name of the tall dude with the long gray hair, but Snape gray hair. But why is he on her side with it? Is it just because he's weird? He's sort of like a isn't he on her team? I guess. I can't remember anymore. I need a master list in front of me. Yes, to be me too. Honest. Me too. But even if I did, I don't know his name. So even if I saw his name on the I list, I wouldn't either. know. Yeah. Like, I have no freaking idea. So I don't get that. Um, so I'm it's interested. Just, it's, it, it, it's so great. I mean, well, it's great as far as uh, – and this is – I can feel, I'm trying to suppress him, but my alt ego Jay Massacre is trying to come out. Who he the fuck he is. Jay Massacre. You should you should pay attention to my Twitter because he he revealed himself last week uh, in a short video clip. Um, he he's been sitting dormant for years, watching the showdown, just waiting, just biding his time to come out from the shadows and support a true heel. And, and as he said in his video last week, you know, Roka tried to start as a heel. Now he's he's one of the fan favorites. Uh, Team Action tried, uh, but that was a weak attempt. But Shannon Barney, Shannon Barney has drawn Jay Massacre out from the shadows. And I'm sure he'll have something to say very soon about this on Twitter. You, you want to know something funny? He wants yeah. to hear Dewberry cry. You want to know something funny? What's that? 
when <laughs> I read, I did read your little tweet today where you mentioned Jay Massacre, and I was thinking about my own alter ego. Did I tell you about my alter ego last no. week? No. I didn't? Who did I no. tell then? If I didn't tell Not you. I, I didn't. Okay, I thought I did. Oh, wait, yes, yes, the German family. Yeah. Your whole family are all alter egos. Yeah, but I made That's it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I made it up whenever I was home a lot with the baby uh, between semesters. And Darren was like, you've got to go back to work. But that's all I could think about is that we heard Jay Massacre and Gerthel. (laughs) (laughs) We should do a whole show as our alter egos. If you want, you can plan I don't mind at all. (laughs) I just have to stay in my accent the whole time. (laughs) Jay Massacre. He just kind of talks like this and God, he just, he just hates everything. He hates everyone. He just loves there to be complete chaos in this world. Jay Massacre. Yes. He follows that Shannon Barney. She is the wielder of chaos. And corruption is the new era. <laughs> what is this corruption that you speak of? It's in this thing called Ultimate Movie Trivia Schmode. I mean, uh, Movie Trivia Schmodown. <laughs> what is a schmo? A schmo? It's Yiddish, isn't it? Didn't they end up saying the um, other day it's a Yiddish word? Like, I mean, basically like moron or sh- schmuck or whatever, but I think it's Yiddish, actually. I do not know. I only speak of the German. Well, I lost why my accent. English? <laughs> Am I speaking English? Fuck, I lost my accent. I've got to work on Girdle's accent some so we could do a whole show as Girdle and Jay Massacre. I'm down. <laughs> okay. Um, they, oh, my God. What Uh-oh. we should do in future, now this Uh-oh. is brainstorming on air, is we should do the schmodown portion of our show always as Jay Massacre and Gerthel. I'm completely <laughs> down. <laughs> okay, I'll work on my awful accent. I'll make it worse. Sounds um, like fun. So anyway, the actual match, though, Riley versus the machine. Here's the thing. I don't think Janine is as good as people talk about her being like I've never seen anything amazing about how she plays and she's very quiet she doesn't speak up she doesn't talk into the mic I can't understand half of what she says um and I don't know I'm just not drawn to her personality so I was rooting for Riley to begin with even though I hate the Finn stock exchange so much but I love me some Riley. It's hard not to love Riley. Yeah, um, so I was rooting for him. I was happy that he won. It wasn't um, like I, Janine's had a couple of really, really exceptional matches that she's won, um, where she just rocked ass. But um, for and I think you're right. You know, her her trivia skills aren't quite as high as a lot of other competitors. But for me, I've always been drawn to her, per, her, uh, her, her, and when I say this, her personality as far as she, she gives off more energy and vibe with her body language than she does with her words. Yeah. 
Um, cause like you said, she is a bit soft spoken, yeah. but like, you know, when she comes out from behind that curtain, I mean, it, that's Janine, the machine, you know what I mean? She has that, that, that it, as far as her walk and her swagger. And, and that's what I've always been drawn to more than, more than anything with her. I just, I, 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 uh, I didn't, no offense to her, but I mean, Riley's Riley. Uh, I, I expected Riley to win. Um, it was a really good match, though. I mean, she held her own against him for sure. I'm not, not sure that she's that she's uh, played anyone uh, of the caliber uh, of Riley. Um, I mean, I know she's played some good people, but Riley's a vet and he's seasoned and he just he's he's fucking good. Yes, Riley is really excellent. So I don't know. I was just rooting for him, and I see what you mean. Like Janine, like. In terms of physicality, is very inviting and vibrant and yes. everything. She's just very soft spoken. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I I hope that she improves, and I hope that she's with a manager who can help bring out the best in her, you know, and help her improve and everything. So I I have faith in her. Um, this match didn't blow me away in any direction or, you know, no, it, it wasn't mean, very hot. You know, it was fine. It was fine. So um, we'll just see how this goes. I'm I'm kind of bummed that Riley is the only horseman that's not going to be in Atlanta. Like at this point, just bring True. him. So that I can meet all the or see, well, I've met them, but meet all the horsemen, <laughs> or I've met most of them. I don't think I met Dan Merle. Fingers interlocked, arms stretched out like Jesus Christ, wind blowing through their hair, standing at the front of the Titanic, the ice water floating around them, a whole new world. Hey. That's hey. what happened, Kaylin, and it was Kate um. Blanchett. So, you know what I think of every time you sing that song? What's that? Titanic? Because they sang it in Titanic? No, I think of Pookie because... Oh, um, crap. (laughs) Oh, speaking of crap, um, every... (laughs) (laughs) That was a very very fast and odd transition. No, no, because the story was... Say you did say pookie, right? Not poopy. I, I thought pookie, you said pookie. pookie. Yes, pookie. My husband. <laughs> okay. Um, then how did you get to shit? <laughs> because uh, you said, "Oh crap," and I said, "Speaking of crap," but when so in the mornings when he uses the bathroom, he plays music out of his phone, and of course I can hear it, and he always right. plays dis. He plays Disney music, like from Disney movies. Hmm. Awesome. So he, he plays that song, and he plays like Gaston from Beauty and the what Beast. Song? A whole new world. What, what the fuck does that have to do with Disney? It's in Aladdin. Dude, it you was Titanic. It was Leonardo no, DiCaprio no. and Kate Blanchett. Fingers locked. Jesus Christ pose. Wind in the air, a whole new world. He plays pretty much anything from the Lion King. He plays Moana music. He plays Colors of the Wind. 
Anyway, I he saw plays Sam a lot of stuff. on VHS today. Like yeah. I didn't watch it, but I like I saw the actual in the case VHS Simba's Pride. Where? They make a sequel to that movie. Or not a sequel. They should make a prequel to that movie. I would really love to see about how how uh how the Lion King, whatever its name is, like how Simba? how he he becomes the king. Like maybe maybe his Simba? dad could like like you know, have the have have like a a, a medicine man a monkey. A monkey medicine man could hold him up in as he's a child. And this could be our introduction to him. Before we before we see him in Simba's Pride, and uh, and then and then like his dad could even be voiced by Darth Vader. That would be awesome. Uh, and uh, it, like you you know the uncle could be mad like, and try to kill the 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 Lion King hey, uh, thing. And, yeah. They Where could, can everybody just find call you? it the? What's that? Where can everybody find you? Oh. Oh, everybody, y'all can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. Um, the letter J W A D E one one three four. And since Kaylin doesn't have these uh, memorized like I do before she gives her plugs, and I like how she's the one that took us into the plugs tonight because I was going on my ramble again about Lion King and how Simba's pride should have a prequel. That would be amazing. It would be like it would be like Star Wars. How like we originally got the original trilogy and then we got to see how anakin turned into vader that's what it would be like if they made hey, a Jay prequel hey, Jay Wade. you know also hey. follow hey. merc movie what i'm sorry i was gonna ask where can you follow merc with a movie blog hey why are you interrupting me i was just trying to tell them where to follow <laughs> merc with the movie. <laughs> you can follow merc with the movie blog on the twitter Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. You can also go and check out some written content uh, on the website, uh, uh, MercWithTheMovieBlog.com. We are a little bit behind on uploading our shows to the YouTube channel, um, but but you can find our shows on the YouTube channel as well. We will get caught up soon. Other than that, go to your anchor. Use that. It's the easiest way, and you can find us there. Merc with the Movie Blog feed. We got this show. Go get. Th- that rose beyond the screen there there's a uh, there's some stuff there for you guys to check out so kaylin where can the folks find you at on the twitter you can find me on twitter and letterbox at kaylin rose 715 that's k-a-l-y-n-r-o-s-e 715 all right guys thank you for joining us have a great night i'm about to hit the road and drive about an hour and 10 minute one way to hang out with some friends for a few hours Jesus. Because I live in the middle of motherfucking nowhere. Uh, so, uh, so Dayton, get ready, bitches. Here I fucking come. And on that note, everybody have a great, safe week. A whole new world is from Titanic. We are out.